if y'all only knew what we've gone through. Oh, M.G. Praise God. You all come on in. Come on in. Come on in. As we prepare for another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This, where I have my special guest tonight, Salvador Espinoza. So welcome, 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 Salvador. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a blessing we, and a pleasure. Absolutely. We finally made it to this point after all the technical difficulties. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I tell you the behind the scenes of this uh, online world. I tell you the truth. Satan is trying to stop this interview, but I rebuke that thing in the name mm. of Jesus. Amen. We rebuke that. And so we ask that you all just come right on in. Come right on in. We say great afternoon, great evening, great morning, wherever you may be joining us live, right? Whether you're joining us on YouTube, Facebook, on my private Facebook group, Broken Pieces to Peace. Welcome, welcome, welcome to you as well. And also, we definitely don't want to leave out the ones who will join us on replay. So welcome to you as well. Thank you so much for tuning in where I am so happy and grateful that you've taken out time out of your busy schedule to join us tonight uh or morning wherever you you know where whatever the time is wherever you may be joining us for episode number drum roll please let's see here drum roll episode number 24 of who wouldn't serve a God like this, mm-hmm. right? So where's my mission, my goal and my desire to share with the world the crisis or those traumas that God has allowed to uh, take place in our lives and then those triggers or those defining moments that is or was used to uh, get our attention, right? Mm-hmm. And which are those defining moments. And then of course, those triumphs that we will highlight where we glorify God because he gets the glory in our story, right? Yeah. And so, and we're gonna help the millions of people who are waiting to hear this phenomenal testimony. And I'm telling you, you all are gonna be so, so blessed. And so it's my honor to have none other than Salvador Espinoza in the house with us this mm-hmm. evening. Welcome, 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 Salvador. Thank you for having me again. It's a blessing. Uh, let's see what God has in store for us, for everybody watching and listening. For sure, for sure. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Salvador, he is a transformational coach. He is a Les Brown protege. He's a speaker. He is an at-risk youth advocate on the John C. Maxwell team. And I'm telling you, you all are in for a treat. So I ask that you all go ahead and love, like, and share. Love, like, and share. Uh, go ahead and tag as many people as positive, as positive, as possible. <laughs> right? <laughs> be positive. Yes, and be positive while you're doing it. <laughs> go ahead and share it with as many people as possible and let them know that we are here live once again for another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This with my featured guest this evening, Salvador. So it's such a pleasure and an honor to have you here with us tonight. 
through all the oh if y'all only knew what happened today my uh i had a power outage today and obviously it it affected my computer my computer will not come up at all and so some so i don't know what happened i've shut it down several times and so now i'm streaming from my phone i've never done that before so everything i had to set everything back up again so you know what we don't make excuses we make it happen right mm. we make don't it happen by the grace me. of god <laughs> say what talk to me yes we make it happen by the grace of god mm. and uh yeah we can't do nothing without him but I tell you what, the enemy was so, trying so hard to not make this um, interview happen, but it's going down. It's going down. They're right, Salvador. We are in. We are in, and we are. We are so grateful to be vessels to share on this evening with you. So, with that being said, Salvador, we heard a little bit about you in your uh, bio right and yeah. so i want you to share with my audience this evening what was that thing or those things the traumatic things that had happened to you in your life mm. yes um there was multiple but one that that really that really is in my core is growing up without a dad and not only that really getting the the picture of this dad that i didn't have as mm -hmm. pretty much some abusive man that just um used to hit people and and really neglected and actually rejected um every sing single one of uh my siblings and myself so that that was my my trauma not having a dad growing up and even being rejected uh when i was born uh saying you're not mine you're somebody else's wow. and so i always had this thing of not wanting to be rejected but accepted and that is quite dangerous if you don't have nobody leading you the right way um growing up as an adolescent i was always looking for that father figure somebody to guide me somebody to lead me and show me uh, the way I should go subconsciously without knowing it. So I used to hang around older men, older guys, mm -hmm. not knowing really where was I going uh, and just wanted to, to serve because I had a heart of a son and I just wanna serve whoever's older than me. And so if that would mean getting in trouble to be loved, mm -hmm. uh, I would do it even, just wow. to get that sense of belonging that that sense of, of, of being loved of being accepted and so for quite a long time i pretended i don't know if uh your guests can relate to pretending to be somebody that that you're really not because you're afraid of being rejected of showing your true self of taking that mask off and so i pretended to be somebody that i wasn't for such a long time um that one night it all came to a boiling point. Um, this this um, sense of wanting to be accepted 
it all came to a boiling point where I chose to follow my one of my role models uh, back then and do something that I wasn't supposed to do. And that's when the trigger um, pretty much happened. The trigger when God got my attention. Um, it was one night I was with my friend and he wanted to do some things that were against the will of God. And I accepted just to, to be shown really in the Bible, it says, uh, uh, wives respect your husbands. And so respect was really in my core. I wanted it to be respected. And so one night I did, I was doing something that I wasn't supposed to do. And it resulted me to stare at a gun and I, it was so close to my face that I could see the bullet. And so I was shot four times that night. And I, uh, I woke up at the hospital. I woke up at the hospital to my to my high school sweetheart. And then she said, what if I told you I was pregnant? And so I was saved that night and woke up to find out that my high school sweetheart was pregnant. So God, when I read the Bible and I hear I hear that Christ was crucified and he was risen from the dead, I can relate because I see myself dying that night, even though I'm still alive. So the old Salvador died that wow. night and the new Salvador rose. So God uh, had to kill me to, to to bring me to life and wow. and I so I relate when I when I hear about the crucifixion and I would want to say that that was it like okay I was shot and, and and I got a son but if you're a true son you're disciplined so I was given the gift of life and, and I was and uh, uh uh the gift of a son but all, uh, I also was disciplined. And so because of my behavior and, and the things that I wasn't supposed to do, I was sentenced to prison. And it's 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 intriguing how I didn't want to be judged. And so I, I did things that weren't me to be accepted. And at the end of the day, for pretending to be somebody that I wasn't, I stood in front of a judge and I was sentenced to 12 years in prison. And so that's that's the trauma and the trigger. The trigger was actually a trigger. <laughs> it was like literally a trigger. Was a real that just like brought, okay, wake up. Um, and and that's when I started my little awakening. I remember when I was in a, a prison. When you're, I was 19 years old when all this happened. And so when you're 19, and then they they sentence you to 12 years in prison. That's a, a big difference from being in, in freedom to being incarcerated and, and behind bars and you don't know nobody and nobody knows you and, and you're all alone. And so I remember one day uh, I was praying and I said, God, you know what? If you get me out of here, I'll go to church every single day and <laughs> uh, whatever you want. And so... Uh, I never really knew nothing about God. Uh, my family doesn't come from a, a religious background. They're not um, pretty much my dad wasn't there. My mom didn't introduce me to the Bible. I never read the Bible. And in there, I, I, I picked up my, my Sally was my Sally was a, a Christian and I got a pocket Bible. 
And so I started reading. I remember I prayed that night and I picked up the um, the little Bible and I was reading Matthew, which is my son's name and 24, um, I believe it's 24 and, and that's his birthday. And it said, truly, I tell you, you will not leave prison until you pay the last penny. And I said, oh, okay. What? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> and so this isn't. Um, when I speak about God, he's not a mysterious. Is he real? Is he not real? I'm certain there is no doubt in my mind. There's a thing about believing and there's another thing about knowing. Like I know, <laughs> I know that he's real and he, he speaks to me. And so I, I, after that, I, I kept continued to read and I hit Psalms 44 uh, verse uh, three. And it said, mm-hmm. when it said it, it was not your arm that that saved you but my arm and my hand and so when i looked at the when i looked at the bullet inside the gun i raised my arm and it it shattered my bone and that's what saved my life because it was aiming towards my face and so i was shot one time in the arm one in the leg and twice in the stomach and so when i read that verse it just hit me the the spirit just said yes it was my arm not yours okay so realize that realize that and know that you are a son and so you are being disciplined and so god god doesn't come uh, during the day because the light doesn't shine brightest in the days it shines in the darkness and so he he got to me where I was in my darkest, deepest place in prison. I got my I got my peace from prison. The peace came from prison. What you say? Day, uh, uh, I got my peace from my broken pieces. Yes, yes, I relate. And so yes, that's that was just my little um, transformational. Uh, uh, when I read when I was a a child, I I thought as a child, I I understood as a child, I spoke as a child, but when I became a man, I put childish things away. I seen, I I seen the transformation that he was doing because I came in at 19 and from 19, I lived till I was 28. So he, he was doing this, this transformation in me. And that was just the, the the trauma and the the trigger. Um, so, so I'm gonna go back. Can I can finish? I interrupt? Yeah, yeah. I might have forgot some things, but I don't know if you want to ca- uh, cap on I, something. You know, I want to go back. I want to go back. So going back to you said that first of all, you didn't have a spiritual foundation. No, from birth. So no. nobody was there to introduce you to to God and to you know take you to church where you yeah, you know no. were got where you you know had you know those seeds implanted in you right yes no father no so no no father uh, figure that mm-hmm. you could uh, pattern your life after or pattern you know yourself after mm-hmm. right. And then you're out one night with your friends and doing things that you had no business doing, if I'm, you know, following the story correct, right? And then you get shot. 
did you know you're you're the one who shot you? No. So it was just out of the nowhere. I was just standing standing and I just heard a gunshot. And then that's when I was hit on the leg. And when I, I was hit in the leg, it shattered my bone. And so I fell on the floor. And when I looked up, all I could see was the barrel and the and the bullet. And that's when I had to ask myself, which I would advise everyone to ask themselves, is this it? Is this how I'm going to be remembered? Mm. And something in my heart. And I said, no, this is it. I'm not going to be remembered for somebody that I, I'm not pretending to be somebody that not and doing things that I'm not. And so that's when I, I raised my arm up. Um, and yes, I was I was shot four times. And it's amazing because something just told me this isn't it. It was just like, no, this isn't it. And even after I was shot four times, I still stood up. So the strength, yes, I still stood up and I was, you know, like, hey, what's going on? Like nothing happened here. Like, and it's amazing the glory, like just the glory of God that, that I know he defeated death. Like, yes, is that like, hey, you're normal here. Here you go. <laughs> like these what? power. The, the, so I, I know the power and the glory and what he could do. Okay. So some people might not believe your story. Yeah. Do you mind showing your scar in your arm? Yeah, so let's see. Let's see if you can see it. Oh, let's see. So I don't know if you can see like that right there, but like this is a. Wow. Wow. Yeah, like, right. And did the bullet penetrate your face at all? Oh, no. So when I blocked it, yeah, I just shot like right there and then it came out. So it like probably missed me. It graced me, but um, yeah. What? Okay, all right. So shot four times, and you got up <laughs> like nothing ever happened. Kind of dust. Okay, uh, is it is it okay? <laughs> hush your mouth. Hush, yeah, hush, hush. Hush. yeah. Something you shared with me when you were sharing your story. Um, I don't. I can't. Re- when you were laying on the ground and you heard footprints, you've heard footsteps. Mm, I don't, I don't, okay, I? anyway. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I may have been thinking of something else. Yeah. But but okay, let's let's move forward from that, okay? Because that's powerful. So now you're sentenced to prison. For 12 years. Mm. 12 disciples. Oh, come on now. What you say? <sighs> it's written. 12 years. Written, written epistles. OMG. Mm. Okay. And then before you go to prison, your girlfriend tells you that she's pregnant. Mm. Yes. So you have something to live for. Yes. Opposed to, you know, you know, you already had heard the voice of God. I don't know if you knew it or not at that time, right? But yeah, I, I guess your trans okay. your transformation really started taking place in prison. In prison. And somebody just had a Bible laying around. Oh, little pocket Bible. 
a little pocket Bible. <laughs> and you said your cellmate was she, was was he a Christian? Yeah, he was a Christian. What? Your cellmate was a Christian. Mm-hmm. So sharing the love of God with you. Yes, he would make me. He will make me read to him. Like he was older. He was about like sixty something years old, and so he will be like, "Go ahead and read the Bible, and we'll go to sleep just reading the Word." What? Is he still in? No, no, I don't believe so. No, he he was he was out before me. Wow, 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 wow. So that was you know that god had him there for you yes yes for sure okay so then you get you read a scripture was it that your first scripture or that was just you know and after i prayed and uh i read and then that's when um he gave me he spoke uh to me through i always look at numbers i always look at numbers names and uh yeah, Matthew uh, 24, yes. my son's birthday uh, in the 24 episode today. Uh, so I, I, I read, didn't, ah, yeah, 24. I didn't so even, I, so I kind of like look at numbers, things like it, because I know God talks to me through numbers as well and words and everything, signs. I'm just like, okay, where's he at? <laughs> I see you. I see you. Okay, I got to recognize you. And so even at, at 630, it was the, the show was delayed, but 630 was when I got out of prison. So I knew I was like, okay, God, I see you. What uh, you say? You're working. Um, what? But yeah, that was my son's name, my son's middle name and uh, his, his birth date. And he said, truly, I tell you, uh, you won't leave prison until you paid the last penny. I said, okay, <laughs> I'll take it. I know what I've done, so uh, go do you. Uh, God is such an amazing God. He's such an amazing God. He's so faithful, mm-hmm. right? And to take you from where you were in mm-hmm. that place to where you are now, where God has transformed your life, and you know, speaking with you earlier, you know, when I when we had um, our discovery call, and I was like, I for sure having conversations with you and hearing you speak, I would have thought that you were uh, born and raised in the faith, mm-hmm. and all along. So God is still in the transforming business. God yes. is still in the delivering business. Is that mm. what you're saying? Yes. A living, living, <laughs> living what? testimony. Yes. What uh, you say. Wow. That is so powerful. That's what God is all about. You know what I'm saying? He's the same God yesterday, mm. today, and forevermore. Mm. He's a yeah. guy that he will yeah. not change. Yes. Mm. He won't change. He's a healer. Mm. Would you say he's a healer? Have you experienced yes. that? <laughs> you know? Healing. Supernatural healer. You shot four times. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to be here. Yeah. Mm. So the enemy was trying to um, 
he was trying to do what he was trying to do, but God uh, did what he had to do. So uh, I'm a living testimony that that God is real, that God is alive, that God will turn some someone. So when I read uh, the scriptures uh, of Paul, I see how he was Saul, and then mm-hmm. God just turned them to Paul. And so I am, I, I, I relate to, to Paul so much because I was really doing the will of the enemy and God, mm. seen that, and, and, but he's seen that, that what I had inside me, um, and what I didn't know, uh, who I really was, I was pretending to be some, and so the enemy just blurred my vision and, and, and um, just had me in this little trance, but God just broke broke the chains of, of slavery and, and told me this is who you are. Um, wow. and so I I I remember I was reading a book called Just Mercy and I I came across a sentence that said we're a, a body of broken bones, and I'm like okay a body of broken bones. I see the X-ray, I see the broken bones, and then I translated to my life, and I was just like wow, who 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 thinks of creating something? breaking it so precisely that it works oh, yeah. perfectly only oh, god, yeah. only god. Uh, like we're we're broken so we can be built so i realized that i didn't have a dad growing up to realize that i always had a father and Ooh, so come on now. I, I was I, I didn't even know but his hand was over uh, always over my life and now i see like okay that's why i didn't have a dad to to come to you because yeah. you're my father and i'm a son and yeah. so now um it's still being revealed to me what it is uh, um that well he kind of he gave it to me i asked when i gave my life to him like seriously just okay I, i've been on this earth for 30 years i haven't really done nothing uh, with my life what it is it god uh test it, it test me i, I i'm yours mm. let me just be a vessel and, and let let me be a pencil in your hand and so he gave me matthew verse 20 uh verse 28 19 matthew 20 28 the eight years i served in prison and 28 uh that's how old i was 19 was when i got shot 19 was when i went to prison and 19 was when uh uh, he gave me my son, and so he he said, uh, "Go go then everywhere to all nations and make them my disciples." And yeah. so I uh, I'm in that in that in that route right there, pretty much giving my testimony. And yes, uh, this is he's real, and this is what he does to people, and this is not an illusion, uh, <laughs> right? Um, Absolutely, he, he's he's amazing. He's gracious. Absolutely, he's compassionate, and he's forgiving. He's loving. He's everything that you need if you're looking for something uh he's the one (laughs) (laughs) yes he is yes he is and and this beautiful thing because in revelations it tells us that we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the Mm. word of our testimony Mm. so we defeat the enemy Mm. when we tell our testimony Mm. so that's the reason he was trying to stop this show but what Satan meant for bad, God will always turn it around for his good. Always in every situation. So all we have to do is continue to praise him in the midst of the circumstances, give him the glory and let him do what he does best. 
Yes. Because <laughs> it will always work out. It will always work out. While, you know, sometimes we stress about different things. Let go and let God have his way. Mm-hmm. Let go and let God have his way in your life, in our lives, right? Because when you prayed and you surrendered to his will and to his way, then that's when you gave his him permission to you know write your story how he see fits. Yes, yes. Yeah, I remember I I I I prayed that and he he gave me that verse and I was like, okay, um, let me just work on my my speaking, my public speaking. And so I started in January and in eight months I was uh I spoke on the same stage as Les Brown in just eight months, like having no uh background of public speaking, <laughs> none of my family, like nothing um whatsoever. And, and to wow. speak on the stage as a living legend, like that's how God is like, okay, here you go. And, and oh my god, the the building was the rock. It was called the Rock Church, and he who builds wow. his house on the rock. Come on and now. So it's just amazing what God will do when you really just give yourself to him and and, and just live uh, under his lordship, uh, under his lordship, and really just a living sacrifice, really, because this isn't our life. Like, we're That's just right. uh, we're just uh, renting this space, but we're here to do something, and, and our, our purpose is is really written in our past at times and but we just have to go within and and really pray and ask oh so what do you want me to do really it's yours (laughs) absolutely what is this all for and so Mm -hmm. but he knew that you would you know with with that big trial with that big traumatic thing he knew that he would use you to get the glory mm-hmm. in that story. And he said that he will bring you before great men. Mm. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. <laughs> <laughs> Won't he do it? From prison to the stage. No. From the case to on the stage. Just, to mm. share it with millions because and give God the glory. Yes. You know. If he said, he said, if you draw near to him, he will draw to you. If you draw to him, he will draw to you. It, it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful transformation story. Mm-hmm. And I am just so grateful that, you know, you accepted um, the call to be, you know, with us this evening. I'm so glad that you accepted the call on your life and that you know that God has a greater purpose for your life. And just, you know, to surrender to his will and to his way. Is it going to be easy all the time? Not at all. But will it be worth it? Every time. Yes, it will. Every time. And so... What did you, what is that behind you? Is that let your faith, what? Be, be bigger than your fear. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it is because we are, we, we're going to get 
for sure some resistance and that that's the enemy i i've come to realize that the more fear the closer you are to your future really and so the louder the the doubts in your mind the more the divine destiny and so we just have to uh pretty much be rooted in in christ and know that uh yes i remember i, I was just getting into this and i was feeling i was feeling small and insecure and not knowing like who am i really um uh some some kid from compton uh having no background in speaking and not knowing nothing and i will i just remembered that god uses god uses a a a dirty rock from the floor that everybody stepped on that everybody uh, overlooked that they didn't think much of and he'll use that rock and he'll kill a giant He'll kill Amen. Goliath. So if, if if you're feeling small, it's only because you're gonna gonna kill a giant. Come on now, come on now. He's gonna use you where you are, mm -hmm. right? And this is definitely for somebody out there. This is definitely for somebody out there who may be even going through. You may be in in a really 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 dark place, but just know that God works all things, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. All mm. you have to do, what did you do? You just prayed and asked God to, to show you that he's real? Just tell him, you know, just, just ask him what, this where wh what does all this mean what do you want me to learn in this season mm. right for your glory what do you want what is the lesson just surrender to it just mm. surrender and so those triggers where he was trying to get your attention where he got your attention do you yeah. do you um can you recall any other triggers <laughs> other than the trigger <laughs> other than the real trigger um where he was getting your attention or where you know those defining moments where he was speaking to you in prison when you read the bible when you opened that word and he said he saved you that was his arm mm -hmm. wasn't your arm Tim, all you have to do is test him Mm. Test him. He will show himself strong every time. So are there any other triggers that you can think of that you would like to share? The triggers, the triggers, the triggers. Or those defining moments. I mean, you shared, you shared quite a bit, like your son. What made you name your son Matthew? Oh, that was actually my my high school sweetheart. I chose Salvador because the junior, and then she was like, "Oh, well, I'll put." Uh, I like she liked it. What a man, God's gift. So there's, I know there's, he's gonna. There's something for sure for him. God is gonna, uh, he's gonna do it. And so my job as a father, um, it I really have this thing about being a father because that's a 
a big responsibility and we see it all through society um mm-hmm. i didn't have a dad growing up and i went to prison um my, i have a brother he went to prison i have another brother he went to prison so this what? um generational so, curses yes yeah, so so when i read bible and, and and jesus said uh i did not come to do my will but the will of the father so and so jesus got his his identity he got his purpose and he got his mission from the father and when i look mm-hmm. i remember being in prison and most of everybody that i spoke to didn't have a father and wow. so th- so there's this thing for me uh that i know i'm here for my son uh, i'm here so he uh, the same thing that uh, happened to me doesn't happen to him that the same thing that happened to my father doesn't happen to him so i know i'm here for my son and when i look at society and i, I and i see that the statistics are more than 50 percent of the population in prison uh, grew up without fathers um it really hits my core that's why uh i'm involved in that uh, at-risk youth advocate really just pretty much giving my testimony and and what i learned to somebody else to to the to the me of the past really to that to that small kid that that needs that that role model and, and somebody to pour into really and and get them off that track because i know things didn't happen uh for me really but so they could flow through me absolutely absolutely and what does les brown tell us all the time things in life they don't happen to you they're happening for you mm. right so that's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. And I'm just so grateful to God for you accepting the call, mm-hmm. literally. And, you know, and giving God the glory in your story. Because, and you could have easily kept that to yourself. But tell me, tell share with us the transformation of how did you get into public speaking and coaching? Uh, well, that, that same night, um, uh, he gave me that verse, um, Matthew, and I was like, okay, let me work on my, on my speaking. And I was just hearing a lot of Les Brown, uh, Les Brown, Eric Thomas, uh, uh, John C. Maxwell, and i started to ask myself what do all these men have in common like they're just great Mm -hmm. men um and i started like they all believe they all know and there was a time when i got out and i had fallen short i I wasn't really um in touch had a relationship with god i got out and i try to keep up with life and i try to get a uh get a job and i try to make up for time and i was at a dead-end job and then so i uh I had my daughter being born in a month and that's when I said, okay, God, um, just your will be done. What is it that you want me to do? And he gave me that verse. And so I was like, okay, let me work on my public speaking. And I, I related my story and, and Les, when he said in the Georgia dome and he says, you, everybody has this story. Um, and I was like, and when he says, uh, you're the one, you're the one, uh, it really hit my spirit. It really like I, I am the one. I'm the one. I'm the one to to uh, to pretty much break this curse. I'm the one uh, to show people in, in my family, in my culture that you don't always just have to work with your with your hands because I'm I'm I like working. Like I'm a laborer. 
Um, but you, we've been given this thing, the mind and the power of the mind yes. is such yes. a big thing. Uh, I think T.D. Jake said, God doesn't give you tables. He gives you trees. So the mind, the mind is just so powerful. We can create. We're, we're uh, in the image and likeness of God. We're creators. Absolutely. And so that's when I'm like, okay, I have a story uh, um, that nobody, uh, not really a lot of people live to tell. And yeah, so I have this responsibility right. to whoever needs it, to whoever uh, needs to realize that from from the bitterest experience comes the greatest awakenings. Jim Ron, mm. he's one of, uh, mm. when I was getting into this, uh, Jim Ron was the, the uh, someone in that I listened to, John C. Maxwell. Yeah. And so I just started self-development pretty much, developing myself, my public speaking. I got into the John C. Maxwell, anything I'm just, I'm just eating it. Let's, let's go uh, working exactly. on myself because you can't give what you don't have. That's and right. so I know I have to uh, develop myself and, and pretty much make my, make my wounds well so people could drink out of. Ooh, what you say? Boy, you said a whole lot. <laughs> you said make your wounds well wells so wells oh mg that's good you got to make your wounds wells so mm. that people can drink oh you're gonna say that salvador <laughs> yes that is amazing that is so amazing so whew, this has been rich this has been really rich so do you have anything else that you would like to share with our audience before we wrap up with the last three questions? Mm, not that nothing that comes to mind right now. Okay, because I could go on and on and yes. on and on. <laughs> but for the sake of time, we are going to wrap it up. And I always ask three questions for my guests at the end of the show. Are you ready? Surprise questions, huh? <laughs> so, surprise questions. Okay. So question number one, what are you most grateful for? Mm. Just the gifts, the gift of life, the my son, my daughter, my family. So my, my whole thing is that the closest people to me respect me the most, that, that they... Mm that they know because that they know that God is real, that they see that my son sees that I'm a reflection of God pretty much. And because of me, he he draws near to God because of me, because of the love of the affection of, of the forgiveness of the compassion. I, I bring people in the closest to me. I just want them to really respect me and know that God is real and, and, and that God is love. That's good. That's huge, too, that the closest people to you respect you. That's huge. That says a lot. That says a whole lot. Okay? That's a great question. Great answer. Great answer. Question number one, what is your definition of peace or how do you define peace? Mm. Peace. Peace to me, peace to me pretty much is surrender. 
just surrendering peace because when I try to hold things up by myself, sometimes it's too heavy. So peace is to me, it's just letting go. And, and so uh, letting God, <laughs> yeah, so just let go, surrender. And then you see, I, I've, I've seen how he works and I'm just like, okay, this is better than doing it by myself. <laughs> For sure it yeah, is. It all. Here you go. Here you go. Thank you. Yeah. So it's just pieces just surrendered to, to not only the, uh, the Savior, but the Lordship of Christ. Because a lot of us, uh, okay, he's my Savior, but we don't want to submit to the Lordship. And mm. so you know, to get the keys to the kingdom, the kingdom, yes, you have to surrender. And he's like, okay, here you go. Um, because you did surrender. And here you go. Uh, here goes your purpose. Here goes your peace. Um, here goes your passion. Any it, anything that you want. Here you go. Because you, when you humbly you humbled yourself and really wanted to understand my word and my will. And so once you you surrender, and, um, he transforms. It, it's crazy how he transforms your will to his. When you really, it's just like you, you unite. And oh wait, I want to do that. And I know God wants to do it. Okay. And so that's when a lot of my prayers were answered. When I really just, I just prayed um, that I'd be the father that you have called me to be, that that you, I'd be a reflection of your image. Just things not of whatever of the of the world, but, but of God. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That is really good. Because if we just learn to let go, and let him have his way in our life. That is a peaceful place when you surrender. Mm -hmm. When you surrender all and stop trying to do things your way, stop trying to, you know, figure things out, stop trying to, you know, get your own way. <laughs> yeah. Have things your way. No, yeah. no, it's not about us. It's about him mm -hmm. and what his will is for our life. And the sooner you get that, the sooner we get that, whether whatever you're going through in prison, you know, a lot of people, you hear a lot of people find God in prison. This is a real deal story <laughs> right here. This is a real deal story. You can't, you can't write it no better than this. Mm. <laughs> this is beautiful. Mm. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. So my last and final question, Salvador, is what are, the, what are some of the things that you do to maintain your sense of peace? You know that I have the, um, my speech is broken pieces to peace, right? Mm. And my quote is broken pieces to peace. My, my Facebook page, uh, my Facebook, private Facebook page, is broken pieces to peace to be able to help people in their uh, brokenness so that they can to help them to navigate to their life of peace so what are some of the things that you do on a daily basis right a daily routine that you would like to share or recommend to our audience that will help get them on the path of letting go of the broken pieces of their past, the broken pieces of their past, and help them to move forward into a life of peace. Mm. 
I would love to say that I had this majestic, wondrous um, answer. Oh, my God. Yes, that's the answer I've been looking for. But mine, I'm a simple guy. I'm real simplistic. So I just listen to the word. I, I listen to the word. Uh, I read scripture wholeheartedly, just like pretty much myself. Just please. Um, I don't I don't really like let's say want there's a want and there's a need so i need you please i i, I need you uh really and, and believe in that and so when you read the scripture and he he doesn't read our minds he, he sees our heart and mm-hmm. so when he he knows the truth you cannot you can't lie you can't make can't you do gotta, it yeah, God, I, I love you. Uh, let me get something from you. Uh, oh, yeah, that's good. This is how I make the money. No, no. He wants um, somebody that truly just uh, wants uh, to, to know him and, and to worship him in whatever way that, that may be. So just scripture, prayer, and listening to positive uh, things and trying to really, really be what he has called you or revealed uh, is revealing that you truly are. Absolutely. That's good. Because all those things are definitely necessary. Reading the word, that's a must. Mm -hmm. Because how do you get to know someone if you don't spend time with them? And how you spend time with God is and know him for yourself is through the word. Mm -hmm. Right? So through that little New Testament book that you picked up in prison. Come on now. Yes. Mm, just it a seed. Will transform. A mustard seed. That's all you need. Mustard seed faith. That's it. That's it. You don't need a whole lot. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. And just pick it up and start reading. And and when you talk to him and communicate with him and mm. and ask him. Lord, speak to me. Let your will be done. Mm-hmm. What is it that you would have for me to do? Open that word. Will oh. it speak to you? Usually it's just the first word, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, wow, that's fast. <laughs> Thank you. We will do it. Exactly. Exactly. So, ooh, your life. Mm. Mercy is a beautiful reflection of what God can do. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? Mm. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? You better get in. (laughs) You better get in where you fit in. Because this is the life. I'm telling you, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing on this side. Okay. And so I am just super excited for your future, what God has in store for you. And I am so proud and privileged to have you a part of my life and mm-hmm. was, you know, being a part of, um, of sharing the space and the communities with you. It's just been, you know, a blessing to see you. And I'm just, you know, really excited to see your future and mm-hmm. what God is going to do in your life mm-hmm. on his behalf. Mm, yes thank you thank you i appreciate it um blessings to you too i I see him working on you you didn't get the my piece comes from broken pieces uh just yeah that was him directly here here you go take that 
Mm. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. That came from that came from going through some stuff. Yeah. And literally surrendering to his will and his way, you know, and literally getting tired of being broken. Mm-hmm. Being tired of hurting. Mm-hmm. And if we can, you know, share anything with our audience today, wherever you are, surrender to God. He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly anything that we can ever hope or think. He is able to transform your life. Mm. Amen. We are living witnesses. Mm-mm-mm. It's a beautiful thing. Lord. It's a beautiful thing. Let go and let God have his way. Right? Yes. And Amen. so, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. But I definitely want to thank you so much, Salvador, for coming and spending this time with us today. It's been thank such a blessing. You. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's been such a blessing and and um, and such uh, a, a beautiful testimony of the God that we serve Mm -hmm. the he can turn your whole world upside down and you don't have to have this you know spiritual this uh spiritual foundation he -hmm. will meet you where you are Mm -hmm. and he will put people in your path where you don't even know you have no idea what just hit you <laughs> right <laughs> even a bullet <laughs> that thing mm. that's a movie that is a movie can't mm. stop it mm. not death defeated proven facts um, <laughs> living witness right there you've seen it in living color okay so again Salvador, thank you so much for accepting the invitation to come and join us today. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, so you can definitely connect with Salvador. So let's see here. You can connect with him at salvadorhelps at gmail.com or you can connect with him on Facebook at Salvador Espinoza. Okay. So Is there anything else that you would like to share with our guests? I believe that was it. I just hope I was able to, uh, I was able to help and be a blessing and just something, if something touched you in any type of way, it's deep calling deep and it wasn't me, but the one that lives in me, um, pretty much speaking to you in in some way or form, uh, God bless and draw near. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for being a willing vessel to share and um, continue to, you know, put God first and lean on him for everything. Don't lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Thank you. Yes. And so, you know, the best is yet to come. Just know that. (laughs) just know that yes and so ladies and gentlemen you heard it 
Uh, and we definitely look forward to seeing you back here in the morning, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for where we read the entire Bible in 365 days. So I definitely look forward to seeing you all bright and early in the morning and also meet us back here next week for another episode of Who Wouldn't Serve a God Like This? And I could not be remiss because this is a holiday. We are in the holiday season. So happy holidays to each and every one of you. May God bless you and keep you. May his face continue to shine upon you and give you peace during Mm -hmm. these uh, Mm -hmm. holiday seasons. And I am so grateful to God for each and every one of you for tuning in. And I'm grateful to Salvador for him accepting the invitation once again. And we look forward to seeing you back here in the morning. All right. So with that being said, thank you all again for sharing this time with us. And we look forward to seeing you again. We speak blessings of peace, prosperity, good health, and great health, and happiness and joy during this holiday season. Please be safe. Love on your family, spend time with your friends, and remember that Jesus is the reason for this season, okay? It's not about the gifts. It's not about, it's about the gift of Jesus Christ, okay? All right, so with that being said, we look forward to seeing you soon. Bye for now.